so muff wiggler uh, mike mcgrath of the muff wiggler forum the creator shepherd of all our weird modular fantasies in some way passed away and uh i think it affected me a little more than i expected at first but it's a downer yeah i don't know under what circumstances it passed away it doesn't really matter i guess just leave some questions now as to like you know what's going to happen with uh muff wiggler the forum um i personally don't know I've, I've looked at you know facebook and the threads on muff wiggler and i think his sister uh has taken ownership of it or something like that yeah, okay um, i guess he left it to her in his will huh. so to speak um but what that means for the future of the forum i i'm not sure i just know that uh there's a lot of people who have been using this as an opportunity to complain about the name and saying Again. it's a good time to change it. And I'm like, how? I don't understand why this would be a good time to change it. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, make your own forum. Exactly. It's like, do your own thing. Like, this is Mike's legacy. He named it. I don't think anyone should be fucking with that personally. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was hard to get any real information over the last week because there was more people debating about whether or not they should be offended by the name than, you know, I, I guess paying their respects. You know what I mean? That was a little frustrating to, to have to sift through it. As much as I did sift through it, I, I saw a lot of people paying their respects, and that was cool. Yeah. Like, when I joined Muff Wiggler, that was 2008. My member number is 244. We're up to 46,000 now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people still refer to Muff Wiggler as like, you know, a tiny little niche, yeah. you know, community, but it's it's definitely gone beyond that For sure. <laughs> over the yeah. last few years. Yeah. Like it's it's huge. And I think his passing, you know, it's going to leave a, uh, you know, and it's going to have an impact on a lot of people now, you know, whether they're just lurking on the forums or not. It's like. You have to acknowledge, you know, his impact on the synth community at large here. Oh, I mean, even just personally, as, as someone, um, I think I joined, you know, a little bit after you, Greg. Um, but I've been on there for years. And I think my post count is like 10. Like, I never got to 100 to be able to sell because I just lurk. Yeah. There's no way to describe how good the information I got from there was. Even when it was, like, contentious or people were arguing or, like, it wasn't, it wasn't clear cut. Just even those debates about these certain things, just sitting and reading those was like, there was no other way for me to get that in a way that would have gotten me from A to where I am now mm -hmm. with something that is, it is, it is dense. It is hard to get into. And if that was spread out over, you know, a KVR or any of these other sort of like existing forums <clears throat> and it had been relegated to some sub forum somewhere yeah. where there was three people maybe just sort of bickering with one another, it wouldn't have been the treasure trove of just incredible information. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people sort of talking and bouncing back and forth. You get a sense that like, you know, some of these ideas came from people going, oh, I wish it did this and I wish it did that. And someone kind of like, those are all great ideas. Yeah. And now I've just made a module and you can now have it because the manufacturers are they were other people that were just on sure. this forum and were listening and engaging in this conversations. You had fans, you had users, and you had manufacturers all in arm's length from one another in mm -hmm. a way that was, I don't see how you can recreate that in any other sort of yeah. way. And you yeah. still do, too. You know, like yeah, a lot of yeah. people like to reminisce about the wiggler of old, but I'm like, 
it's still there. There's still a lot of interesting people. There's still a lot of great minds that are on those forums and are active every day. Yeah. It's just that there's a lot more noise now too, because we right. have so many more people there. Yeah. It's like that, that doesn't take away from the positive stuff that's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just yeah. got to kind of sift through the noise ratio a bit more. There's yeah. so much there. Like if you want to learn about power supply grounding, like yeah. there's oceans yeah. of actual really good information on that yeah. forum if you want to search for it. I mean, even look at something like maths with like, you know, like the sort of infamy of maths. And it's like, I don't, you know, there's threads that started with, I have no idea why this is popular. Why would anyone use this? What do I do? And then six pages later, you now have a ton of people going, well, this is how I use it. Here's a video of this thing that I've done. And the original poster goes, yeah, all right. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I didn't sell this because this is clearly an amazing module. And like that, didn't just turn into you know either the path of you're stupid you don't know what you're doing here's my chance to berate someone who doesn't know as much as me or you know this sort of like dense white paper like that no one can use it was like this sort of like that perfect like a lot of these threads and all these discussions end up being that sort of like perfect balance of like useful information people being a smart ass people being an asshole but like at the end, there was this, uh, this like these sort of useful artifacts that even if you're not engaged in the conversation, you can look at it and go, "Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot just by watching these people argue." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of got burned out on forums, like you know, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. But Wiggler, uh, Muffs, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's the only forum that I've stuck around this long as yeah. a member of and been this active on for this length of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that says something for sure it has almost like the right amount of toxicity yeah like it's right. not, it's not saccharine it's not sweet it's not yeah. everyone's being very nice but it's also not like everyone runs away because of it it's it's almost like the like the toxin is a as a is an accent a yeah. little drop of it to it's almost like you need it a little otherwise you might be there a little too much <laughs> yeah, <too>. yeah. <laughs> we've all had our times of being there quite a bit i know i have yeah. and now it's more of a still there daily but it's not like it was yeah, hopefully yeah. it uh, continues on. Yeah. I'm not sure who's paying the bills at this point or where the funds are coming from or who's doing all the administration, but... I know yeah. that for the overdue bill that happened right before uh, Mike passed away, I know SynthCube footed the entire bill. Um, yeah. So I feel awesome. like there's enough of a community that people know the value and they'll yeah. support it because like that site should persist. You yeah. know, that's yeah. like the hub for a lot of synthesis and electronic music information, period. So wait, what, what else was on our list? Zadar! Yeah. Um, Honeymoon Zadar. phase over. Yeah. Fuck, do fuck you, you still guys love in a way, Zalk. Um, I did want to say that all of my interactions with um, the Gox, 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 I don't care if they say it's supposed to be chaos. I, yeah. I'm going to call them oh, yeah. Zayok. That's Zayok. So all the uh, all my interactions with the Zayok was uh, was stellar. I explained what was going on. They asked me to try a few things. I did and said, "Hey, it's still broke." And they said, "Cool, ship it." Um, it wasn't fast because it's in Poland. That's not their fault. And I got it back, and I have not had a single problem since. Knock on whatever the fuck this table's made out of. No matter what we say about 
how we feel about it. I have to say the my interactions with the company and their support and them turning around and giving me one that works. Uh, thumbs up. So I'm, I'm coming on the other end with two yeah. thumbs down. Um, I would never buy another Zalc module, no matter how much I like the Zadar, because of the way that they treated me throughout that whole situation. Yeah. I've updated a bunch of models with my audio interface, many audio interfaces. Um, they pretty much kind of treated me like a child and said that, you know, oh, you need like an audio setup that works. You've ruined this. You've taken like the wrong approach. It's like, dude, it's a UAD Apollo 8 on a MacBook Pro. There's no real variance here. Yeah. Like it's a single electric line going to the box. Never had any issues. Don't have any electrical issues. Like yeah. not the fucking interface, dude. You have some flaw in your modules. Honestly, the fact that their update with the weird character, they've made a few little missteps with this update. Oh, yeah, we got the version name wrong on the firmware. We didn't know that this character was wrong. Well, both of those proved to me that you didn't test your build at fucking all. You got it to work on a module, and you said, ship it. Uh, we're going to move on to the next thing. Um, and you were not alone no, in that thread. It was just, it was like all kinds of people were having problems with it. To the it. point where there's now customer service in Pennsylvania that was close yeah. that they could ship it to to deal with what they felt like were the annoying people that amped the levels up too high or did something wrong and it's like no first off make a list of what you would expect people to do tell us what the average decibel level should be is it minus 10 is it plus 4 dbu what was your actual scenario that they updated it on which i asked them and they never responded to so at that point like dude it's a great module but treat your users with some level of respect um i didn't really feel i got that i feel like they do kind of some janky software work and i, I get it like mm -hmm. you probably found a hardware flaw that you don't want to update i totally get it i know what that's like but it, it almost feels like there has to be because they're they immediately kind of ninja released a revision yeah yeah, yeah. which was a little suspect yeah. <laughs> they never said anything about it yeah. just like oh guess what there's a 2019 yeah. version <laughs> for all those all of you that just bought this a month ago guess what there's a new version that we're not talking about it's yeah. like uh, okay and i've seen some other people on muffs that were like same scenario as me like yeah. look i just kind of got stuck in this i don't know this thing keeps bailing after it updates multiple packets of data why would it stop you know yeah I'd warp off the levels were right it was the you know nah hope you use this out a little more i i'm glad i waited and watched this unfold on the line and also between you two it made me realize like i just didn't want to fuck with it. I was like, yeah. I want this update, yeah. but I ain't fucking around. So I just sold my Zadar and went and bought a, uh, another one that was already <laughs> updated yeah. from them. Uh, you know, and, and lo and behold, it was a revised module, yeah. which I wasn't really aware yeah. existed. Yeah. With a correct version, like whatever 1.2 on it. And it's yeah. like, but updating the other ones bricked it and you admit that, but this new one worked fine. With the same process, mm, mm. that's pretty fishy. Yeah. So calling you out, love the module, but uh, kind of yeah. fucked the way you approached that yeah. personally. They didn't even talk about the calibration process that you pretty much need to do yeah. in the firmware upgrade procedure until people yeah. bitched on the forum and they were like, "Oh yeah, you got to calibrate it." That was the final straw for me. Like yeah. I realized that like a, I didn't want to fuck around updating and having mm -hmm. a potential problem with a module that like I was kind of already becoming dependent upon mm -hmm. for my shit. And secondly, I saw the calibration and I was like, nah, I don't want to mess with all this. Like if I'm to the point where with updates, period, we're like it, I would rather just send my module to someone <laughs> yeah. to yeah. do it like control <laughs> mod or Detroit yeah. modular, someone nearby 
have them do it and just ship it back to me. I can live with it, you know, without it for a few days if that means yeah. I don't have yeah. to go through, you know, painstaking processes of updating and calibrating every digital module in my rig at this point. There's just no fucking standard for it. Like no. every module through every manufacturer updates in a different way. Even if you're doing just like the audio interface, like for Zadar, like yeah. Mutable does the same thing, but yeah. it's completely different for their shit. You know what I mean? It's like everything you have to have a certain procedure or a certain tool or a connector like I needed for the Harvestman stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, you needed a picket two uh, adapter yeah. and it had to be a certain version. And it's just like, I'm so sh- sick of like updating shit. My Rainmaker is still on the original firmware, you know, because like right. I, I don't even want to consider like messing with that thing. Yeah, you need a VM for that. Well, I do because I have a Mac, so there's a whole <sighs> step. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude. Like, I, I almost want to just like sell it and just buy one that's updated. <laughs> right. at this point. It's like be less of a hassle. It's like the, who the has only time one for all this shit. I've had that's really good is the ER301 because you just put a zip file on an F- SD card and mm-hmm. put it on there, and he's got a whole process. It's very foolproof. I've updated it dozens of times now with each release and never an issue. The audio damage uh, sequencer one was like that. It had a uh, SD card on the back. You popped the module out, took the card out, slapped it in your computer, copied over the new firmware, threw it back in the module, powered it on, it detected it, done deal. Right. Yeah. I'm like, you know, that was great. And then, if you want the NIN expander, turns out you've got another firmware update you're up yeah. against. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to get that. I was hoping I could make my own 2HP one because 3HP can't really deal with that right now. And I don't uh, want those fucking buttons either. No, I don't need buttons for triggering it. The only thing I'm a little worried about too, though, and we talked about this in email, is I get the feeling that that's going to be the straw that breaks that camel's back. Right. It's already got to be pushing that hardware to the limit. And, you know, the the second one of those NIN inputs that I put in, I, I just see that thing just freezing up and going up. And what's scary, they're stuck now because this is they have no more memory whatsoever. Yeah. So if they have a fix, you're going to have to cut something or, like, do something creative to try to get that to work. Yeah. But it, it does feel complete, at least, though. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? The, the mm-hmm. newest yep. firmware, like, there's nothing I can think of that it needs. You know what I mean? It nah. feels solid. I like it. Going back to the original question you asked... The answer is the honeymoon over, maybe, but I've settled into a very comfortable uh, marriage with my nice. yeah. yeah, it's great in the regard that, like, you can easily get, you know, out of it what you would expect from mm-hmm. a digital envelope. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's super easy, but once you go beyond that, there's so much more to explore, you know? It's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's really awesome. Uh, Greg, you posted a video uh, where you're doing, like, sequence stuff with it. Using it to make arpeggiations uh, and stuff. yeah. yeah. It was one of those aha moments when I was, uh, you know what I mean? I was like, I want to play with Zadar. What should I do with it? And I was like, send it to the one volt octave of quantizer. And I, I can't even remember that patch. It was basic, but I don't remember what I did. It was something mm-hmm. between Zadar and scales mm-hmm. being triggered uh, in different ways. You know what I mean? Because you can have, you know, I was gating the Zadar once every so often. Like it was a long gate, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then I was hitting other gates to the scales to create like the the note changes you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it was like a weird cycle and then i had the trigger out of that going to something else i can't remember um with zadar it was like a weird loop type of thing but basically mm-hmm. it was a modulated arpeggiation it's not something you would typically get with a normal envelope you know what right. i mean yeah yeah <laughs> so what else was on the list we have um, a huge list for 
as I pull out the mini log XD. Should we describe this for the listeners? This unboxing video. Yeah. This is sexy, dude. That's so like I've got I got the bag sleek for it. Leather bag. Yeah, I got the bag. Ooh. It didn't come with the bag. I was gonna play it at a show, and I did not at the last kind of minute. I will say, for the price, it was like I think I got it on sale. It was like six twenty or something like that. Honestly. Fed synthesizers for a lot of years now. Access virus, all sorts of shit. This thing should cost twice as much. Um, very happy it doesn't, of course. But it's four voice, full analog poly. Actually, love the fucking analog oscillators on it. Hmm. They're more. If they made this in a module, I would get it. Uh, the sound of it, very close to the mini log, but there's some richness to it, and that's kind of corny. But it sounds really fucking good. Um, didn't expect that. Expected it to sound okay. You know, like Analog 4. Did you ever have the Analog 4 from Electron at all? Yeah. That thing was anemic and thin as fuck. Yeah. Which I think, you know, they kind of updated that or something or whatever. I blamed the filter, but yeah. were, you could, like, bypass the filter pretty much and it would still sound kind of nasal. <laughs> when I looked okay. at that square wave, the square wave is what I hated the most on the Analog 4 on a scope, and it was like some... Yeah, it was not a square wave. These ones sound ridiculous. Um so that's part of it. You get two full analog oscillators. Right? You get sync and ring mod. You get cross mod too, which is really nice. Um, pretty pretty nice feature. Multi-engine, though, is where it's at. This is the main differentiator for this in the mini log, just the regular one. Um, this one also just has a low-pass filter, but we'll talk about that. There are some ways you can get around that. So multi-engine. So I thought at first it was just oscillators you can upload, but it's actually oscillators and modulation effects, reverbs effect, delay effects. All that code you can update and override. Okay. Cool thing, um, you can find the best place to get all this info is a Reddit thread with, for the <laughs> prologue and for the synth because it'll load the same code. You can get a multi-mode filter effect for it. So you can get like high pass, um, band pass, and all that other shit, which is pretty cool. Um, so when I got the thing, I played with it, and it just comes with like two built-in kind of multi-engine effects. One of them is VPN. And a few days in, I found I put all the Platts code on it. I bought like a $20 oscillator with wave folding on it. Mm. It was like getting another synth, basically. You could just sit there with Platts code on it, playing Platts code in poly. It's fucking awesome. I actually hated the overdrive on this, and the overdrive's kind of limiting. You get 0%, 50%, 100% overdrive. That's it. Yeah, mm. exactly. Strange choice. Yeah. I thought it sounded like shit on the regular oscillator models. And then I got the Platts one and was like, oh, okay, no, this is there's some there's some dirt in here. So that was really cool. I haven't put any like custom effects on, but you look at it and they they don't really clarify this up front, but it almost looks like you only get one effect at a time, right? Mm -hmm. But it's actually not that way. All this stuff is like digital memory kind of so you can just go to reverb and turn it on and turn it off go to delay turn it on turn it off you get everything simultaneously basically it sounds really good too the effects are very quality you just get time and depth you get two parameters basically the trick of this thing is and the way you know platts platts obviously doesn't have just one knob so you're like how do i get to the other parameters well you got to go to this edit mode and there's a menu you got to dive in here and you can do some things like some of them have internal envelopes to modulate it because you only get a few, you know, you get a full ADSR and then an AD and this LFO. That's fucking it. You got these destinations for it. This one's hardwired to amp for the full ADSR. That's your modulation. Aside from the two CVNs, which is fucking brilliant. And then you'll get some internal oscillation on some of this. Anyway, you get a ton of presets on it. Um, most of them sound like garbage, of course. Some of them are pretty good. 
But I love patching this thing. This is probably one of my favorite synthesizers ever. I've had it for a while. Like I could probably get rid of a lot of stuff. The Blofeld's kind of gone away. One of the main differences is you get this joystick with XY, and you can either just assign it. Um, you can CV the XY, or you can CV individual parameters. You can assign up and down to any parameter you want almost, but left and right are always going to be pitch bend to a degree. Hmm. Pretty interesting choices, but it's nice because this will just be like, oh, octave down real quick when you're playing it. It's nice to play live if you want to like just kind of pitch down a whole sequence or something like that. Yeah, this sounds great. What are the downsides? So you notice actually, you get... I got a question. Yeah, yeah, you. go ahead. This damper? That's so rare. Right? It's actually a volume pedal input if you want a damper. How many fucking synthesizers Whoa. have a damper pedal? I've seen people on gear sluts and other forums that are like, oh, fuck, I'm a piano player that wants a synth. I will buy this thing because it has a fucking damper <laughs> input on it because yeah. that's what I'm used to. And it's right. like, oh, I don't think of things that way. But one of the things that's kind of annoying is there's no octave switch for the multi right here mm -hmm. you were only going to tune this thing with your keys basically and then everything else has to shift around it it's kind of an interesting choice i kind of wish they would have put some way to like pitch that up and down mm -hmm. so you kind of got to do that with the keys and then just adjust these to suit it's not the biggest deal right i don't i think i've maybe looked at the manual once or twice and it's very easy to program it's got a nice chord sequencer just like kind of a 101 but mono or chords so i've sat there and just made sequences just recording it into here and it's pretty straightforward um it's of course quantized to 16 steps and everything but i don't know i really like the thing it sounds really good where's the dice and pepper buttons there are no <laughs> dice or pepper buttons Damn. on here yeah what does it have as far as special features go things it doesn't have that the monologue does is the LFO rate will only go so high. Whereas one of the things that made the monologue nice was that it would go into like really fast audio rates and you could just treat it as another oscillator. Does it hit audio at all or is it like... A little bit. Yeah, yeah I would say it probably, probably goes up like, to like 2K, okay. something like that. So it's limiting, but it does the trick. Are these your only targets for these? Or yeah. are there additional ones in the menu? These are your only targets. So to be mm. honest, it's another thing like I generally like... They're generally like pointed this way. This is... I usually have the LFO on shape and the second EG on cutoff. You can assign these, these you can assign to anything, which is awesome. It oh, that's cool. It up quite a lot. Another nice thing is like, it's not some weird process to put the new oscillators on. There's a nice librarian program. You can easily back up all your patches, throw third-party code on there without having to like know how to do anything technical. I think they kind of fucking crushed it in a way. I really like it. I think the filter sounds really good. It's the monolog filter, not the minilog one. It's a little beefier. It's only like 12 pole low pass. Really yeah, wish they made nice. a desktop version. Yeah, yeah. The keys are all right. You know, for like mini shitty keys, I'm not a piano it's player. It's got like a really digital MS20-ish look. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kind of nice look. It's burly. It's got this weird like... I remember the designer even talked about how much he pissed off the mechanical engineers by doing this curved faceplate. And they're like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? He's like, no, I kind of want it this way. Yeah, it it's works nice. for me. Yeah, I like it. It's got the micro-tuning that Aphex Twin suggested from the monologue, only the Minilog and the monologue have that, and the Novation base station now that it has the Aphex updates. So you mentioned the the analog oscillators. Yeah. What is on there for digital? Is it like, mm. do you get like two and two or something? Like So you get this down here, which I forget. Um, one of these is the variable phase modulation, which is just kind of like FM. Okay. I had the chord prophecy, which I've had since I was like 17 years old, and it had variable phase modulation. I feel like they ported some of that or something like that. Um, there's another one you get on board, then you get all these other different types of like, ah, 
I forget exactly, but it sounds, even if you couldn't upload your own, it would be a fully satisfying and deep synthesizer. Mm -hmm. And I think the Platt stuff just takes it to like another fucking dimension. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Like if, if I didn't load anything on there and say I wanted to just disable the analog oscillator. Oh yeah, I've done that for many patches. Okay, so what, do you, what, do you, what are you left with then? Oh, you're left with this multi-os, full poly, and everything else. Okay, so this, that's just like one variable oscillator? Yeah, so you get a mixer okay. here for all your different, gotcha. like the two VCOs and the multi, and it's okay. just up to you how you want to use the three oscillators. I usually will start a patch mm -hmm. with the multi shit, mm -hmm. and then I've often found that when I turn up, I'm, oh, fuck, it's even better. Like, it's even just more of like a sub-octave overtone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's how I like to patch it, honestly. I feel you. Sometimes I'll turn it off and just do straight analog, which almost surprises me in a way because I didn't generally. <clears throat> I'm not going for that. So if you were doing trying to do sub-octave stuff, do you have to do it by ear? Or as you're adjusting these, do you get any sort of feedback as a, like you're off by these semis? Oh, yeah, you do. Actually, that's a great point. Um, when you adjust the tones on the thing, it'll tell you how many cents oh, you're off, nice. which is fucking brilliant. Right? Yeah. I hate tuning things. <laughs> yeah. Everybody does, like for the most part. That's, um, a, that's a nice touch, yeah. Yeah. Kind of selling me on this thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I fully recommend it. I think it's fucking amazing. You've sold me on the desktop if they ever make one. I want to petition them. I would be like, I will buy a desktop in addition just to like use it live because I don't, yeah. I don't really need keys. You know, none of us really are keyboard players. So did it did it come with stickers so you can customize it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh yeah, I will. I should touch on that. I think I was a little hyped <laughs> on the model samples last time we were talking. Yes, yes, that yes. didn't last. That was a full day until I sold it. Basically, wow. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, analog rhythm is. Was that me. about how long you last with the OP one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are the two shortest things ever, for sure. Didn't like either. That had to have been a roller coaster ride of a day, though. Uh -huh. <laughs> from start to finish, <laughs> by the end of the day, you're like, "Fuck it, this thing's gone." Do you want to get into it? Do you want to explain like what? Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, yeah. So there are parts of it I like, and that the knobs are there. Right, and yep. it works, right? And they did add the sample lock in this year, not just limited to like, what was it, four or six samples, which seemed yeah. a little arbitrary. I don't know, man. It, when I'm I'm not going to prepare a bunch of samples and get them like really pristine and then put them on a drum machine and play them. I yeah. need something where I'm going to design sounds on it. I need some flexibility. I need the ability to overdrive. I need mm -hmm. some analog. I need some digital. Analog rhythm is just my favorite drum machine ever. I'm never going to find anything that comes close, really. I, I don't want to say I told you so, but that's exactly what I you thought. Did. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I was thinking, I'm like, there's no fucking way he's going to like this thing more than the rhythm. I was like, yeah. there's no way. But I, I, was, I was curious. I wanted to be surprised. I was like, I want him to conjure some magic out of this shit and be like, fuck you. This thing's better than the rhythm. But You have gone completely out of your way to not say I told you so, by, <laughs> but you're saying I told you, you so. You may have already said that before. I think right after I was like, fuck this thing. I sold it. You were like, yeah, I expected that. <laughs> I tried it, got it out of my system to a yeah. degree. Because so I just know what I like about the rhythm and what I was seeing lacking with there. And I know you've taken the rhythm even further. You know what I mean? Like you've gone yeah. beyond with that thing than I ever have. And I was like, mm, I don't know how that he's going to phase it out for that. I was hopeful. Bit prism in my rack. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, talk a little about that. It's nifty. What do you? So what is it again? It's like a kind of filter, <laughs> right? It is a filter, but so much more. Uh, no, I like it. Like I, 
it has some weird jazz to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got basically it's a it's a little mangler, you know, which I didn't really realize when I bought it. What okay. I wanted was a multi-mode stereo filter with, you know, interesting CVable options that would pair well with clouds because I'm using clouds a lot and I want to be able to filter things in stereo. Yeah. Um, that game. And I didn't want a giant expensive filter. You know what I mean? And I looked at the price of this thing and I was like, okay, that's definitely reasonable. How much was it? Two or three? Between two and three. I can't remember. I think like 250 uh, around about somewhere around there. pretty good. Yeah. And um, it's the extra stuff with it is really cool. Like, I don't know exactly what you want to call it, but it's like you can't have just like the filter. You, you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's all kind of joined together. It's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's like a fractal way. You know what I mean? Everything intersects there, but mm-hmm. it works. You know, I didn't know if I would like that at first. I was kind of annoyed that there was so much stuff uh, tied in there, but it, it works well, especially with clouds. It, it's got the buffer freeze that you can see CV. So you can kind of do uh, like okay. beat repeat, like up to like two beats type of thing. Um, Is it all digital? All digital. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. surprisingly, the filter sounds good being a digital filter. It's very, it has like a very vocal like character to it. Mm. Um, like you can crank the resonance and you'll start to get like vowel formats. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's I interesting. Like very cool. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. And uh, so far I've been pleasantly surprised with everything that I've done with it. And it seems really well thought out. Like you can have the filter, like I said, you can't really separate all the extra shit mm-hmm. from the filter, but you can change the order of it. So you can have uh, like the filter kind of be off or you can do low pass, high pass, band pass before all the other effects, or you can mm-hmm. switch it to be after all of the effects. Oh, cool. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's I felt that was like a really nice touch. Um, and the other effects, um, off the top of my head, it, it's got like sample and bitrate reduction, uh, which you can see V. It has a weird knob which functions to the left as like uh, a delay and to the right as a comb filter. I might be getting that backwards, but either way, it's a delay yeah. or a comb filter. Um, and you can kind of change how that functions as well. There's a mode you can get into where the CV that would change what filter mode you're in, you can turn that into a clock input. And that's directly connected to your delay now. So you basically have a nice clockable digital delay yeah. Sweet. Um, in there as, with the other stuff. So, yeah, I dig it. So you were talking about um, there's this, this sort of like fractal network of mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. Can you turn things down while you're trying to dial other things in? I mean, is there a way to sort of like audition certain configurations or is it basically Not like really. you've got this like sort of like hairy ball of yes. stuff going on? Yeah, I mean, there's only, like, four things you can really do. So it's, it's mm. I keep saying, like, it, it's a good companion to clouds, but I feel like it's kind of like that in a way where you have, like, you mm. know, your, your, your basic functions there of, like, your, your modes of, like, feedback or reverb, you know what I mean, and then your main mode and things like that. It's, like, kind of in that way where, like, the main mode is the filter and then you have these other little things you bring <laughs> in around it and it just creates, like, its own thing. Hmm. And yeah. This might be a little vague to some listeners, but I've been making material that I can only say kind of harkens back to old Ant Zen slash Gridlock. Because hmm. uh-huh. it's got that crispy digital sound to it, 
and with the bitrate reduction that you can kind of bring in just a bit, you can make things sound clean yet lo-fi. You know yeah. what I mean? It's mm. like, like you know it's digital. You know, like yeah, your yeah. ears can detect that, but it doesn't sound like shit. It doesn't sound like uh, like a bad VST or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. It sounds like quality digital processing with enough in there to kind of mangle up your source and get something interesting out of it. Very IDM friendly, for lack of a better yeah. term. I guess I would say. I imagine a lot of our listeners are Anson and Gridlock fans. Yeah. I don't think it's going to so, be totally f- okay. foreign to them. Yeah. Like, would I get this to run my analog bass synth through? <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, I think, would disappoint you. If you're trying to create, like, weird, glitchy IDM beats through it, and you need, like, a stereo filter post some other, like, reverb effects that you're running your shit through, mm. it's excellent for that. Mm-hmm. The little features like the, you know, the buffer you know beat repeat thing like that's typical idm shit you know what i mean like it's so it's i feel like it was definitely designed with that sound in mind and it kind of nails it for anything else probably not so much but that's kind of the mode i'm in right now anyways so i'm gelling with it really well especially post clouds now does it like cover some of what you would get from like camera beat repeat at all or is it like kind of a different beat yeah 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 i I wouldn't say it's that precise because you're not like clocking it you know what i mean yeah, like i get you but i mean it depends on how you're hitting that like if you're hitting it with a sequence yeah it would be spot on like the camera roll thing that's definitely more versatile you're, you know what i mean like you right. can do kind of like full-on rearrangements of a beat with that right. you're not going to be doing that with this gotcha. um but you can get little you know stutter steps and glitchy sounds out of it mm-hmm. i i like it i uh for I guess like over the last three years or so, I've owned a lot of different Qubit modules. Almost all of them I end up disappointed with for one reason or another. So far, this one, I haven't found anything to really bitch about or be disappointed in. Kind of nails it. It's in a good small package, priced right, feels solid. The only problem I've had with it so far is I've had it freeze on startup once. And I had to reboot my whole case to get it to turn on. Uh, which I also had the same problem with the Nebula. So I don't know, maybe they just have some issues with these digital modules and power at the moment. So you're no stranger to having duplicates of things. Is this something that you would see maybe having or getting value out of having two of them? Yeah, I've already made space. Like if you look at my case <laughs> next to it, there's an, if I moved the first prism all the way to the right, I can fit another one right next to it and it would fill that gap perfectly. Okay. I, I do plan on getting a second one. It's just the move and everything right now has kind of tapped me out. Yeah. I haven't yeah, had a chance yeah. to buy any new toys. I wasn't even going to buy that, but I, I was like bored and I've been spending all my money on like responsible shit and yeah. stupid stuff. And I was like, I need something fun. So took a, a little gamble on it and I, I'm pretty happy with it. I give it uh, two thumbs up so far. Sample drum's been out for not even a month, and there's been like five firmware revisions already. So, oh really? Yeah. Is now, now is that because there's problems, or is it because they're just going nuts making cool new stuff? Both. It's a mixture of both. That's that's why I don't own one. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I, yeah. like I was mentioning before, like I'm just fucking tired of updating shit, and I know that anytime something digital comes out, there's going to be an update shortly that follows. Mm-hmm. And after going through, like, jump through hoops to update my Erica drums uh, sequencer, 
I was like, I don't really feel like dealing with that. So I was like super excited when the drum sample was released, but I held off on buying. I was like, I'm going to give this a month, maybe two, because I'm sure there's going to be a revision. Let it settle down a yeah. little bit. Let everyone mm-hmm. else beta and test for you. I don't even think it was out a week, and there was already <laughs> a revision. I was yeah. like, all right. And then like since then, there's been a few more. I think at least four, possibly oh, wow. five. And I was like, okay, I'm really glad I didn't buy this yet. Yeah. Um but I definitely plan on getting one. Like we've discussed, I think multiple times now in episodes, how it would be nice if somebody made like a Doctor Rex in yeah, a module. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is like I think as close as anything has ever come to being that. You know, it looks like it is right up that alley. Kind of hits that target. So I, I have to at least try one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looks a little menu divey, a little, a little cramped for the functionality that's in mm-hmm. there. Agreed. You know, but. It's hard to tell because a lot of the videos I've seen have been with the waveform, with action, with basically not the setup to get to the craziness that they're doing. Right. So I'm kind right. of like, hmm, I wonder how long that actually took you to get to that. Like that sure. might have actually kind of been a pain to get to that point. Right. It definitely can handle slicing and like, you know, CV modulations yeah, within yeah. a loop, you know what I mean, to create yeah. interesting like rhythmic slicing you know break core in a box type of thing yeah. but if it takes you an hour to set that up right. at a time you know what i mean like then i don't know dialing in slice points on that tiny ass screen with you know a little knob if it doesn't detect it automatically correctly yeah. would be a fucking nightmare and it's like who I mean, I wants have... to sit there and do that you know what i mean even on the er301 it's really fucking nice to put in slice points you're set up pretty well it's still kind of annoying to sit there and go through do it sometimes because mm. it's like it'll does, even hit zero points and everything i was, I was gonna like say does it jump to zero like the closest yeah, zero you that's, can actually select it and be like oh go to the nearest zero yeah. it's he's really smart about it but it's still sometimes it's like ah, i just want to like hit a slider go up and see the thresholds hit and just like <laughs> fucking play those you know like recycle style yeah every video it looks super crazy and i'm all and i'm, I'm not doing stuff at that sort of like break yeah. course speed some kind of like i know I, if i get it I, I might do that again. Like <laughs> right, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't really done anything like that since like early Prometheus burning stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like watching demos of it, I was like, man, that makes me want to like jump back to like early two thousands, just two ten fucked BPM, up, sliced up. Oh nuts. yeah, yeah. A little bit of break core there, some industrial madness, just fucking layer some gabber kicks on top of it. I mean, it's almost inevitable when you get one to like yeah. you're, you're gonna dip in you gotta test the waters i hope the default sound bank just comes with like 200 different fucking amen breaks already loaded in it <laughs> all i got on my list is a uh, analog heat really flexible the way you can frequency select what you're distorting the cool thing i like about the analog heat i'm glad i got the mark ii because it kind of shows you how the modulation is affecting the signal whereas the last one didn't and i think it would be a little difficult to know how the envelope you'll obviously hear it but it's nice to be like oh that's how much of the signal it's like biting or how much it's like carving out um the cool thing is like every knob is saved in the preset which is awesome because if you recall it it is absolutely the way you had it even up to like the master volume i think there's nothing that's you're gonna have to be figuring out to get it to that level again Mm -hmm. um stereo stereo filter which is very nice um i like that you can process things and filter them in stereo i don't have like a stereo filter equipment wise normally they're mono modular ones so it's yeah. cool to run a piece of gear in and have it sound kind of normal um do they have do you have independent controls over each filter 
separately? I mean, can you? Can no, you... it's like one filter basically. And at the okay. bottom, you get like the bands that you can select, and you get like resonance and a frequency control. And you can point the LFOs to it, or it has okay. two CV inputs too. Um, so you can point things to that, which was very appealing. That was kind of what sold me on it. It's like, oh, two CV ins? Fuck yeah, I'll give this a try. Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize until like right after I bought it, I was like, oh, the Sherman Filter Bank Compact exists, and it's like the same price, and I bet it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It does, from what <laughs> I've heard. But I really like the envelope follower on the heat. Um, the eight different distortions. I was having a lot of fun with the classic distortion last night, getting sounds from like, ah, I've been trying to get that sound for a long time and I fucking got it. Yeah. And it was like a fucking playground last night when I was playing it. Yeah. Um, the screen was definitely lifting off of it when I got it. <laughs> Typical electron. I was like, what the fuck? Like it came up again and I like held it down for a second and then it stayed there. And I think I just had to press the glue back down. <laughs> now it doesn't lift oh, it up yet. We'll nice. see like what the first hot day in July is yeah. like, but you know, a nice humid fucking club. I, yeah. I also got the Mark II because it has the encoders from the Digitact and the new stuff. And I read complaints about like, good luck dialing in and the exact decimal value on the old one. Cause oh. it was like the old style encoders that were not that good. Um, it's fucking pricey, yeah. but I really like it so far. It's got eight different distortion circuits. I really like the subtle ones, and I really like the some of the extreme ones, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you can point I, the CV to almost any parameter on there, which is cool. That's you how can, I felt about the drive, too. I, I like the very subtle ones, like the first the clean one or whatever it is, yeah. and like the last one. Not much in between really caught my ear, but I was liking the... the first and the last now the, the drive didn't have the filter right and it was just mono it, is that it had an sort of a filter it mm-hmm. was like a three band eq with like it had low gain you know plus minus high plus minus but then it had like it was like your notch that you could adjust mm-hmm. to the like scoop kind of in you know in between the two and make like a sort of like a bandpass yeah you know effect i don't know it that's was, more than this has because the one thing i don't like about this is you have two fixed frequency low and high eqs that you can just boost and like cut the gain and i'm like yeah it sounds good but why the fuck didn't you let us pick the frequency what are the frequencies are they like snare and kick is it like okay that's a good question it just feels almost like a mixer low high eq if you just had like a two band on a mixer or something like that and it sounds good like quality sounds good no complaints there. So at the bottom left, you get three controls, which is pretty interesting. You get a drive control, and then you get a wet-dry control, and then you also get a wet-level control, which is really nice. So you can adjust the wet-dry, but you can also boost the wet or reduce the wet signal. So it's got a lot of stuff that can let you kind of be like, oh, I just want to take the mid-highs and distort those, and then everything else I'm just going to leave kind of clean. So that's oh, cool. one of the nicer yeah. things about it is you get kind of, it's almost a little multi-bandy. It's like they got close to multi-band distortion, but they didn't mm. want to go the whole way or something like that. So obviously it's only one distortion. You don't get like four of them, but well. it's pretty flexible from that standpoint. Um, at first I thought it was going to be really good for live stuff. And I did, I used it in Detroit with the TR8S and it was good. Um, it, I just needed to dirty that thing up because I don't really like the yeah. plain stuff like that anymore from the XOX stuff. Um, but I find that when I use it at home, it takes me like a good 10 minutes and I'll dial it in or something. And I'll be like, oh, shit, that's the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go through that live. Yeah. Everyone wait. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Finding yeah. the sweet hold. spot. Oh, wait, that's too. Hold on. Wait. Um, well, can someone come up and DJ while I figure this out? <laughs> yeah. The resonance is pretty whistly. It's not super special. Okay. Um, but 
does the trick. And what's is a this is a nice change of pace from our normal. Oh my god, Electron, what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> I was skeptical. This was like seven hundred bucks, but it is eight distortions, a stereo filter, like the envelope follower, the CVNs. I'm not mad at. It. At the end of the day, I've been trying to get some of these tones for a while. Shout out to the uh, TB3 too. That's kind of my favorite acid box at this point. Yeah, you're thing, getting a lot of mileage out of that thing. Oh, right? it's fucking. <clears throat> I think it's almost better as I get older. I turn the resonance down more and realize that it's just a fucking bass monster at the end yeah. of the day, and you don't need to fucking make it all tweaked out 303 yeah. all the time. The parent, the new Behringer sounds fucking good. Do I haven't listened the, to it yet. The one video I saw on Matrix, it, yeah. it sounds pretty goddamn good. It's one of those things where I'm like, I'll just keep that on mind until I wander into pianos and stuff <laughs> one day, and I'll just be sitting yeah. there, and I'll be like a impulse buy you know what i mean once i fuck with it and i'll be like oh this sounds great Boop. walk out the door with it for our listeners that are not in the pittsburgh or blonox area pianos and stuff is a local music instrument yeah. shop it's pretty much they're great yeah they're like yeah. all we have it is aside yeah. from the guitar centers which popped up and are already i think dead i think there's only one left i mean everything that i got for prometheus burning was pretty much picked from the <laughs> graveyard of their used section like every mic stand and keyboard stand and i actually went into the used uh section of pianos and stuff last week because i'll go there on lunch break sometimes i eat at curbside coffee house which is close there sometimes um the only thing they had down there it was pretty sad there was like a volk alone volka kick like in the corner, <laughs> Sad some weird pedals that nobody would ever want. Yeah. But I did, uh, I did play that vocal modular because you mentioned that. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I played that. Nah, nah. I got, I'm not I, feeling. I'm not it? feeling it. I got the same result. Really? I, I, I kind of like the sound of it. Like, did you play with one physical? Yeah, and I played with size. Oh yeah, oh, yeah he got yeah. one. Oh. He, he had it on pre-order. He brought it over. Um, I screwed with that thing. For I was like kind of impressed. Minutes oh with yeah, the, with the sound of that little thing. Yeah, but. I couldn't get any. I mean, I felt like not you with the ranges. It was like, oh shit, you're over there now. It yeah. was really hard to like dial in a little bit, yeah. but it's yeah, it's a pain in the ass. The program, I wouldn't want to do it. But and like, they didn't have any for, the for a vocal box though. Too. Like compared to all the other vocal, I think it's a really interesting addition. They had the Taraz AS1 there, and I thought that sounded great actually yeah, when played I played it. But it was too. like poke. I couldn't like. Get it to make notes for a second. That little keyboard sucks ass. The one on the Volca, at least, was very responsive. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is cool. You yeah. should put that thing on the AS1, and that would be kind of cool. You got to remember, that that's a demo unit. Like, that thing gets manhandled every yeah. day by people slamming on that thing, probably probably trying to play oh. it like an actual keyboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Children with their sticky fingers. Yeah. and oh. But still, it's got to be able to take that. You yeah, know? that's true. I did enjoy the sound of the AS1. I've wanted one of those since it was announced. And when mm. I played with one a couple weeks ago pianos and stuff i was like yeah i still kind of want this like, it sounds good yeah it was, was a little bigger than i thought too it was a little like mm. a little beefier it's substantial yeah mm -hmm. i love the format of the sp16 oh, yeah. I, I think it feels great it's good mm. size which speaking of terrazas the squid oh right was announced the squid looks bigger than my sp16 it's really? like yeah that Damn. thing looks big i was like because if, if it was a little smaller i'd love to pair it up with it like for live you know mm -hmm. what i mean a little yeah. sequencer it's like the same form factor slap it next to my how much SP bigger 16. is it like it's i think it's like a few inches wider like it's Damn. unnecessarily big and it doesn't even have a there's fucking a, screen yeah like there's a lot does. of like, like dead space on yes. it it's not like it's yeah. filled with buttons yes. i mean there's a lot of buttons but it's like there's and there's some weird shit that doesn't need to be filled like in space. Yeah. momentary swing slider <laughs> which 
I want to hear it. I'm very skeptical. I think we all are. Like, yeah. how much you want to introduce micro swing amounts with a significant part of your interface, you know? Like, yeah. It would be nice if you can reconfigure that jog wheel to do other shit. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, I feel like that's just a waste of space yeah. like mm -hmm. and hardware. You know, that's just something else you have to worry about breaking or getting snagged. It's like, yeah. is it really worth it? You know what I mean? Like, you probably yeah. could have done, like, like an AS1 little touch thing. That would with, with, with like a latch key you know what i mean right. like why have a hardware jog wheel i hope, or, I hope you can configure that yeah you know. or you guys just didn't realize that is what you've been looking for this whole fucking Maybe. time Shit. and That's it just missing open, link dude. And it just yeah. opens up a whole new fucking world and you'll be like not only am i glad they put it on this why doesn't everything else have this that's true I have zero optimism that is going to be the result. Yeah. You do that and it just snaps dancers' legs on the dance floor <laughs> as you do it. Snap. 